Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm back here with Adam again. This is the first week I've actually introduced the episode, and partly because it's sort of going to be me leading the way with what we're talking about today. Uh, Adam, how are you this week? I'm good, mate. Been a very busy week, but I'm happy just to be taking 20, 30 minutes out of my day to have a chat with you. Yeah, very good. Um, So as always, I'm speaking from my experience running a gym day in, day out, coaching in a gym day in, day out. And Adam's going to be popping in with a few thoughts and opinions uh, every few seconds or every few minutes uh, from what he sees from maybe a higher level view of marketing, gym management, business management, all that type of thing. And so what we're going to be talking about today is basically just building a good reputation around your local community, not just your gym, but literally this town, city or suburb where you live, building a bit of a reputation and a bit of brand recognition, uh, so to speak. I'm not sure if they're like good terms in the marketing world, but sort of getting people knowing what your business is, what you do, and having a positive opinion about your business, even if they have never attended it. Yeah? Does it sound pretty good, Adam? Yeah, mate. I think that sounds good. I think the ability to uh, get known amongst similar sort of groups and people that would be interested in coming to your gym and becoming known by other businesses and stuff. So you start becoming a bit of, like you said, brand recognized, but having that recognition so that people are actually talking to you regardless of whether they're members or not is a really easy way just to start boosting the amount of organic leads and business that's coming your way. Yeah, because we were talking off air a minute ago and the example I gave is, well, I live in Toowoomba for starters and Toowoomba, it's classed as, as a city and there's 100 or 150,000 people in the, in the immediate sort of vicinity. And whilst Toowoomba's no Brisbane, Sydney or Melbourne, you could still relate it to how you might relate it to within a few suburbs or the eastern side of Brisbane or the southern side of Brisbane. Like there may be some businesses in your local vicinity that even though you aren't regularly attending them, you know what those businesses are and you know that they do an amazing job and there's almost like this want or desire. And the, the example I gave was there's a there's a bakery and a cafe in Toowoomba called The Baker's Duck and they they make gourmet, world-class pastries, croissants and whatnot. And every man and his dog on a Saturday goes to this bakery and there's a line out the door. And so it's like, cool, how do we maybe make or create some sort of brand recognition around your gym that uh, people are lining up at the door or even they just got a good opinion about it, even though they haven't been. And um, I'm sure Adam's got a million thoughts on this, but obviously from my perspective, it's literally, it starts from what we talk about day, uh, week in, week out on this show, doing a good job in the gym for starters. So you have to provide a good coaching service, a good uh, member experience so that your members do go out, talk about it, tell everyone about it, post about it, um, and then start to really organically build that reputation from the ground up. Yeah, I think we, what you're talking about there is, there, is one of, used to be something that I used to talk and try and write about a lot, which was what is brands? Because people like saying, oh, you know, it's hurting my brand. I think some gym owners think about brand the wrong way. And what you said, I think, is the right way to think about brand, which is 
brand is what people say about my business. Not what I say about my business, but what other people say about my business. That is your brand. That is your reputation. And that is the, I guess, goodwill that you have in the community because you've got a brand recognition of the point that people speak positively about you or recognize you. And I think the wrong way to think about brand and building brand reputation is like, I need to update my website to make it look fancy. I need to get a new logo. That stuff is not brand, although it's technically branding. So it plays a part in the recognition point of view. It's not your brand. It's not the goodwill that you have in the community. So if you want to build brand in a good sense, it's about doing the things that you basically just said, Zach, which is having a good product so you can build goodwill in the community, not thinking about your logos and thinking that's going to bring build my brand recognition. Wrong way to think about it. Yeah, right. And doing a good job day in, day out, <laughs> is the foundation but i was actually thinking about going down more of the route of what is your branding like but it's not sort of one way or the other it's a balance of both and obviously it's more important to do a good job within your business but the the first topic is like t-shirts and most gyms will do t-shirts whether it's uh, a very standard one where they have some stock of constantly or if you do like a seasonal where cost for confront right now um or if you've got if you do like a seasonal thing, a summer t-shirt and a winter t-shirt, or maybe even more often and with events and that type of thing, like gym owners probably shouldn't think about t-shirts as like a major revenue driver for their gym. But instead with the good work that they're doing each day, coaching and giving the members the results and experience they're after, the members will go out and basically do your marketing for you if that's the case. They will be wearing their gym t-shirt out down on down to the cafe on a Saturday. They'll be wearing it out when they go watch their kids' sports games. And potentially that sparks conversation with other parents or other people or friends and family. And then they've got the opportunity to sort of spread the message and, and speak highly of their experience in your gym, all right? And sort of the way I see it, when they're wearing something, it says one thing when they say something, it says another thing, but if they're doing both things at once, it really shows like a level of pride or a level of authenticity that they're willing to like speak so highly of you. And they're wearing, willing to wear your stuff out in the open and basically do free advertising. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, it's you're getting paid for advertising because they bought the shirt off you. Exactly. So, <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I 100% agree. Every every time I see a shirt out there of a gym, I re- like I think about the name and I then I then recognize it later, right? So from a I guess a psychological data point perspective of what you're talking about there, Zach, you know they say someone needs to see a brand 12 times before they come to the get to the point of actually wanting to make some sort of action before before actually working with that brand, right? So yeah, you're posting on social media and stuff. But a shirt and seeing a couple of shirts around your local community is an easy way to get a bunch of those touch points to move that person a bit closer to actually taking that step towards your business. 100%. And I mean, like, you're wearing the T-shirt and you go to your favorite cafe where you talk to the barista or you go to your barbershop or hairdresser where you're, you're friends with the people that provide you those services. You're often in situations where people are trying to spark up a little bit of casual conversation anyway. And it can be much easier than you think to, to create some sort of a uh, really easy conversation around your gym and, and the services that you provide. And I mean, the t-shirt, yeah, you're right. The member generally 
buys the t-shirt. So you do make a little bit of uh, revenue off of that, but the advertising and the, the, the exposure you get from that is pretty gnarly as well. Um, in terms of members buying things, yeah, t-shirts, awesome. But something from my perspective, you can kick back if you want, but I think gyms should be giving away free stickers and little things like that. What do you, what would you say about that? Cause we, we printed off or we, no, we didn't print them, but we had maybe a thousand stickers made with a few little designs with CrossFit confronts and a few little funny designs and logos on there. And basically we were having them for sale, but we just started giving them away and people are sticking them on water bottles, laptops, backs of their cars, this and that. And, you know, we're in a day and age where it's a bit trendy to stick your stickers on a laptop or everybody's got their, their Yeti water bottle or their favorite water bottle and they, they stick their stickers on. And whilst it's only a tiny little piece of branding, it's still pretty powerful in my opinion, because people carry their water bottles and laptops everywhere. And those things kind of stand out, but also the, uh, the investment was extremely low or fairly low. Stickers, stickers cost nothing, right? So I think selling them is a, is actually it's, a bad tactic. It's a mistake. Every time you sell something, you take money out. You're, you're taking goodwill away from your members, right? They're exchanging money. There's a, there's a, there's a transaction there. So I, I, for something so low cost, I agree with you. I would be giving them away. I would even be adding some sort of incentive there or challenge there for those that are sticking it on their cars and stuff. Like if they're going to take, go stick it on the back window of their car, I'd be like even trying to incentivize them to do that because I agree. It's free advertising. It's very low cost. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Super simple things like that. You can come up with plenty of ideas, like pens and mugs and all that type of thing. But stickers are probably the easiest to do because you can get. I think stickers um, and swag. Yeah, yeah, stick- apparel like beanies, caps, uh, hoodies, all that sort of, all those sort of things are things that people wear regularly. Um, that you can get, you can make a couple bucks on them. It's no big deal either way. Usually they're spending money on what I usually say is they're spending money on like fitness workout clothes anyway. So you might as well have them buy your stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause they're going to go out and just go spend, you know, an extra 30 bucks more than what you're charging at Lulu. So might as well just charge 20 bucks less and have them advertise for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of, a lot of things that you can do. Like if we're on the same sort of topic, there's a lot of other, uh, you know, tactics that you can use to do, to get a similar approach, which is, uh, doing things at your local coffee shop, giving them stickers and stuff to have on their counter, buying them coffee mugs and coffee cups, having uh, putting posters around the place, having even like I know a tactic that's worked really well for some gyms here in Brisbane is having like a trailer where they've had their signage put up and they're parking their trailer on like main roads or something near their gym. So a lot of people are driving past it and they've got an offer there. Yeah like on their own trailer type thing or yeah, they've literally paid for a trailer. They've paid like 200 bucks to have some signage made up with their branded um, yeah. thing. They've just parked their trailer, hooked it, hooked it, unhooked it from the car and they've left it there for a day or two right on main roads. And it just has an offer there. Yeah. A really easy offer to get them in the door. It could be an initial program. It could be, you know, even just come in for a free session, whatever program you're currently running. Just, it's just free advertising, right? People are driving by, they're already in the area. So, you know, they probably live locally or at least work locally. Things like that, same sort of tactic. It's just like a shirt, but it's putting it out in the community where people can see it. Yeah. Um, we've done a fair bit of work in the gym with sports teams and whatnot. 
some sports teams, depending on how big or what what they are like, they might ask for money for sponsorship. But we've had a lot of success with um, literally just by by luck getting our brand name on some jerseys and some, and stuff. Uh, a few times, like we've offered some t- sports team training, and they've actually paid us. Then we've got our branding on their equipment, uh, on their clothing, and whatnot. Um, and getting a brand out that way. And, and that way you sort of, you're building a little bit of community within these teams, but not just the teams, the whole club and like friends, parents, family, all that type of thing of those teams and clubs sort of do get involved really well, especially if you do a good job and you create that fun sort of community. We've seen a lot of success getting a little bit of branding out that way. Sure. I love the sporting teams tactic. I've seen that work really well for some of the gyms. Um, I've I've also heard Jim say, oh, it didn't work really well. I think it's like any tactic, it's like, don't just try it once and assume it's going to be gangbusters first time. Some teams might not connect. Other teams will connect really well. So if it doesn't work with one club or team, go to a different club or team and try the same thing. Um, we've seen it really work really well because I, it depends how you want to do it. Like, I don't know how you guys have done it in terms of actually providing them the sessions. Like you said, that sometimes they've paid you. Even if you have to do it like for free and say, hey, we'll give your whole team like pre-season three free sessions as part of their pre-season training. You've then also, as they come in, they sign in, you've got like 100 leads there. Yeah. Each of those people are people that are interested in health and fitness because they're playing sport. that want to get fit, want to be fit because they're playing sport. So you've got 100 leads that you can follow up with as potential members. And that's where I've seen it actually work the best, which which is a couple of gyms I've seen have a whole sporting team come in, male and female teams, do like pre-season training, and then they've followed up with those leads and signed huge numbers, like 50 people, on as members. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, all we're trying to do here with this conversation is like just build some local uh, knowledge of who you are, but also like build that reputation of of the services that you provide and how good you are. And everyone sort of, and the last point I want to sort of make in this, in this chat is everyone knows those jokes or those memes about the, how the CrossFitters never shut up about CrossFit and they tell everyone and they're always talking about it, but it's, it's, it's natural. Like people love it so much. They will talk, they will talk about CrossFit, all the things that they love uh, to anyone that's willing to hear and even people that aren't willing to hear, but we live in an age of, I guess, influences and people being paid to paid or incentivized to uh, sort of market things either online or in person. And, and I don't really want to make it sound like my staff are influencers for the gym, but it's almost like an expectation. And we talk about this, so it's not like it's, it's no secret or anything, but we, we talk about it with our staff that look, Hey, you work here and you work here because you love it. Like you all came through the ranks of being members, then, um, being certified and then becoming coaches. You guys are potentially the best uh, representatives, advocates or influencers for this gym facility. Like you've seen it from all levels. You've got all the different experiences that anybody could have. Plus now you've got a free membership and we're paying you. Like it's it's almost your job to be out in the world and sort of spreading the good word of CrossFit for one, but also trying to drum up business and that sort of thing. I mean, we do have, we've just started uh, with our staff, a little business card, individualized business card for each one with a little uh, QR code with an offer on it as well. So they can go and hand them out. Um, 
but just generally speaking, the coaches that should be the ones that are wearing the t-shirts out and around talking about it and, and sort of putting that good message out. Sure. Coaches are big, big advocates and, and people judge you based on your coaches, right? Coaches are easily one of the biggest um, predictors of how people are going to perceive your gym. If you've got someone that's professional and looks fit and acts well, they're going to perceive your gym as a lot more of a professional unit. So if you've got those people, you know, fulfilling that role, you might as well have them, you know, helping push the word forward. And I think, I'm not sure how you guys do it, but again, incentivizing your coaches to do that can be a lot more beneficial. If that means they, you know, if they bring people in out of their own accord, that saves you probably $100 in Facebook ads. So give them some sort of benefit. It could be monetary. It could be other benefit. But giving them some sort of benefit and rewarding good behavior is like the Pavlov, Pavlov, Pavlov's dog scenario, right? He rang the bell and he gave them food. If you if they bring in members because they're doing a good job externally actually pushing the word of your gym, make sure you ring the bell for them so they start associating that behavior with and, and with a reward. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I, I did lie. I said that was the last thing. The last thing I will say on the local branding thing is, is social events. And we talked about it in a past episode, but... I mean, social events in the gym are fantastic uh, and well, probably essential, but also social events where you can open it up to the broader community. So whether it's, I mean, everyone, pretty sure everyone knows what Park Run is. It's a local community event where anyone can go and run a, a 5K or walk a 5K. You could almost do the same. Like we're going to go run a, doesn't even have to be five kilometers. Open it up to friends and family and we're going to walk 5K or we're going to walk a local mountain or something like that or something I haven't actioned yet, but something I was thinking about doing was uh, creating like a, a 24 hour bike erg challenge type thing. And anybody can come in and, and have a bit of a go, friends and family jump on for 10 minutes and or 20 minutes or whatever. Everyone signs a waiver obviously and all that type of thing, but people get involved or, or anything. Um, but social events where you could bring people in or get people involved potentially with charities or, or anything, uh, can be fantastic. Yeah, the other one that I was thinking of, which I've actually done and know it works well, is uh, like a seminar with other businesses in your area, provided free to the public, giving useful information on different things. And I would, I would I'd make it targeted to certain groups. So if you're targeting maybe new retirees or people in that like 50 to 70 year old age bracket, you could get together with a physio and a dietitian and hold a seminar Put out some, put out the word over a space of a month to people in that age bracket that were hosting this free seminar, just giving you free, useful information on basically, you know, physical fitness, physiotherapy, and diet, dietary advice around what you guys could be doing to improve your health and fitness. Putting that out there and having a lot of people just come and get free value, it helps with the brand recognition. It really provides goodwill to the community, and they will, they'll talk about it. They're like, oh, I'm doing this now. Went to this seminar at CrossFit Confront. They gave us all this really good information on how we should be eating and the type of exercise that we should be doing. Yeah, and and the value is there when they, <laughs> when they do it. and they might not sign up instantly or they might not walk in the door the next day, but you've provided some sort of value and and people remember that type of thing. And then when they're ready, and I'm sure gym owners and coaches have noticed this that you sometimes can't force people into CrossFit, but people will come when they're ready. So if you keep on doing sure. With the members that you've got and and to keep spreading the word people will come in when they're ready and i think the real purpose around this episode is remembering that one we're advertising 
but two of these little things provide something called customer surplus, which is like fancy economic terms for goodwill, like giving rather than just always asking to receive. And that goodwill is no difference from what we're doing here, right? We're trying to provide value just to provide goodwill towards people. And goodwill is is something that's not going to necessarily turn into monetary value always there and then. But as you continue to provide goodwill, you increase the discrepancy between, you know, value is what you give and price is what people pay. You obviously want the value to be higher. And this is all is adding to that whole uh, picture of how people view you in terms of the value that you provide versus the price that you ask. hundred percent. I mean, I say it all the time, like our membership, I'd pay double. I'd pay three times as much if I could, right? Uh, because I can see the value. Some people might all of a sudden be like, or their instant reaction might be, oh, that's more than I pay at the 24-7 gym. But I'd pay it two or three times over for like what you get at our gym and, and, and a lot of CrossFit gyms out there for the coaching and the, the community and, the, and the, all, those, all that value that you get. But I hope this conversation was useful to coaches, gym owners, anyone out there, just simple ways that you can, you can sort of get some brand name out there, get some reputation out there and just sort of build community, not just in your gym community, but all around your suburb, your town, your city, and all around the people around you. Amazing. Thanks, Zach.